Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Adrift in the open sea with no land in sight? It's a common fear. But if you were stranded in the ocean 10 million years ago, you'd really have something to be scared about. Unfortunately, that's exactly where you are. And as a huge wave sweeps you upward, you're faced with an enormous set of razor-sharp teeth, each the size of a dinner plate. There's no mistaking it. It's the mouth of a megalodon. But before you're gobbled up by it, let's learn a thing or two about the biggest shark that ever existed. Ten million years ago in the Miocene Epoch, there were some nasty aquatic creatures around, so being stranded in the sea would be far from ideal. You can give up on any hope of the local people forming a search and rescue, as our early ape-like ancestors didn't appear for another four million years. Your only company is colossal aquatic killing machines, namely the Megalodon. But what made this oceanic menace so deadly? To put it simply, it was enormous, but not as large as some pictures online would have you believe. Since shark cartilage only fossilizes on extremely rare occasions, most of what we know about the megalodon comes from little more than its teeth. By reconstructing the shark's jaws, as well as finding its teeth embedded in huge fossilized whale bones from the time, we've been able to calculate its size. Most great white sharks today weigh around a ton and grow to around 15 feet in length. The megalodon, by comparison, grew as long as 70 feet and weighed over 60 tons. That's seven times the weight of a T-Rex. And in modern terms, it's almost double the length of a telephone pole and 10 times the weight of an African bush elephant. Female megalodons were the larger sex, often as much as double the size of males. Like some modern species, female megs gave birth to live young. But make no mistake, these were not cute little shark pups. Megalodon babies measured over six feet in length at birth. Put it this way. Young megalodons never needed to lie about their height on their tender profiles. It goes without saying that a shark this enormous consumed a lot of food. Experts estimate that it ate over a ton of food each day in order to stay alive. To the megalodon, a meager human meat bag like you would be little more than an appetizer, and a measly one at that. And with an 11-foot wide mouth, the meg could put away even the largest of today's great whites with the ease of complimentary olives. But a regular main course for the megalodon was something most animals today would never dream of trying to tuck into. Whales. The warm climate of the Miocene afforded a boom in aquatic plants, which in turn allowed larger life forms to thrive in the oceans. This included whales, which in turn provided an abundant resource for keeping megalodon bellies full. As a matter of fact, this intricate system of trickle-down abundance was essential to the Meg's reign, and when the seas cooled millions of years later, the Meg went with it. But more on that later. While the Megalodon could easily take down massive prey, and often did, they generally favored smaller whales. The smaller ancestors of baleen whales, which exist today, were particularly common and provided a tasty snack when the Meg wasn't hunting bigger prey. Eating large sea animals requires an extremely forceful bite, which is something the Meg certainly possessed. Experts estimate the jaws of the Megalodon could produce a bite force of between 24,000 and 40,000 pounds per square inch. 
that's easily enough to crush a car, let alone the flesh, bones, and organs of Megalodon's prey. Its bite was stronger than any other earthly creature living or extinct. The strongest bite force of any living animal belongs to the Nile crocodile at 5,000 PSI which seems like barely a nibble by comparison. Considering their whale-based diet, the Megalodon needed some pretty large teeth too. Fossilized Meg teeth are commonly found in the four to five inch range, but seven inch specimens have been found on a number of occasions. A tooth that size is larger than the average human hand from palm to fingertip. If these predators still roam the waters, cage diving would be off the cards. Megalodons could tear open steel cages with their huge serrated gnashers as easily as opening a soda can. But in a time of huge prehistoric creatures, did the Megalodon have any competition? It seems likely. You won't be seeing any epic Megalodon versus Chronosaurus battles while stranded in the Miocene seas though. Contrary to popular belief, dinosaurs and Megalodons did not coexist. The first Megalodons likely appeared some 23 million years ago, while dinosaurs went extinct 66 million years ago but there were still other deadly competitors. There were an estimated 10 to 60 other megatooth shark species living during the same period. While some other species' teeth measured up to five inches, their body sizes paled in comparison to the meg. Another contender was Liviatan melvilli, a sperm whale species synonymous with the leviathans described in the Old Testament Bible and Moby Dick. Unlike today's sperm whale, this one had 14-inch teeth that were five inches wide and reached lengths of 60 feet. Liviatan teeth have been found close to megalodon teeth, suggesting they may have competed for the same prey and perhaps even fought each other. One thing's for sure, they would have been a worthy adversary and another thing to fear while you paddle for your life among those Miocene waves. Perhaps megalodon's most cunning adversary were packs of whales with lengthy beaks and serrated teeth called squalodons, who may have battled megalodons in groups. They hunted in pods and evidence suggests they may have come to the assistance of groupmates being attacked by a megalodon. Scientists have found scarring on megalodon fossils that points directly to squalodons being able, at the very least, to inflict significant damage on the meg. There may have been resistance and competition, but as the abundant evidence of their existence shows, the megalodon was almost certainly the apex predator of the Miocene oceans. But how can we accurately visualize a creature that existed so long ago? The megalodon was a chronospecies, a singular species jutting off from the general evolutionary line, which means there are no ancestors around today. That being said, if you looked at the one about to take a chomp out of you, you'd probably notice some similarities to modern great white sharks. Of course, there's a huge size difference, but the likelihood is that, besides a broader dome-shaped head, a shorter snout, and a flatter jaw, the megalodon was visually similar to the great white. In fact, the great white remains the closest living relative of the mag. The giant shark is thought to have been semi-warm-blooded, a rare trait shared among sharks like the great white. This likely contributed to its success, and not just because it was able to hunt in cooler waters. The ability to generate body heat would have allowed the megalodon, like the great white, to increase the strength of its vision as well as its intelligence. This, of course, means you'd be splashing around like a fool while the aquatic love child of Einstein and Godzilla slowly, intelligently plots your demise from below. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That being said, the Megalodon still differed from modern great whites in many respects, particularly their hunting styles. Great whites prefer to go for the soft underside of their prey, striking fast with ultimate precision and stealth. Megalodons, on the other hand, like to incapacitate their prey before eating it by biting off fins and even heads. Baleen whale fossils display clear evidence of this gnarly practice, evidenced by megalodon teeth marks along severed bones. Interestingly enough, this fin-biting behavior is exhibited by killer whales today, and it's not the only thing they have in common. Evidence suggests that with swimming speeds upwards of 20 miles per hour, the meg may have rammed its smaller prey to stun it, making it easier to devour. Likewise, today's killer whales often slam at breakneck speeds into their prey, either stunning or flipping it onto its back, rendering it immobile. So make sure you wear a crash helmet on your prehistoric excursion. It's probably obvious by now, but some of the main factors in the Megalodon's success were its chompers. The Meg's ginormous teeth are even responsible for its Latin name, Carcharacles Megalodon, which means big tooth. But when Megalodon teeth were found in the Middle Ages, they were known as tongue stones. Their discoverers believed that they were petrified tongues of dragons and giant serpents. However, in 1666, Nicholas Stino noticed the similarities between these tongue stones and a shark head he was examining. He identified that they were in fact the teeth of a long dead shark of incredible size. Stino decided to investigate how teeth like these ended up trapped inside rocks, and through this unexpected twist, the megalodon inadvertently helped pioneer the field of geology. They were just big teeth and smiles after all. Dragon tongues are not, megalodon teeth, which are often dangerously sharp even after millions of years, are among the most commonly found fossils on Earth. This is thanks to the megalodon's success as predators and a slightly creepy trait they have in common with most sharks alive today. Sharks regularly shed teeth as they grow, forming deadly conveyor belts that move slowly outwards from inside their mouths, and the megalodon did the same. Thanks to this process of constant replacement, the average meg had 5 rows of teeth and around 276 teeth altogether. A damaged tooth could be replaced in as few as 48 hours, leaving the megalodon constantly equipped to take down unsuspecting prey. Because megalodons were constantly dropping old teeth, fossilized specimens have been found all over the globe, save for Antarctica. Even semi-warm-blooded sharks need relatively warm water and plenty of prey, so colder climates in the extreme north and south were a no-go. But aside from the chilly poles, thanks to their abundance, teeth have turned up in some pretty unusual places. The North Carolina coast of today is a hotspot for finding large concentrations of megalodon teeth, as are the deserts of Chile and Peru. 
In fact, the Pisco Formation of Peru provided the largest specimen ever recorded at 7.4 inches long. Even the Sahara Desert has spat out a few teeth. But what are shark teeth doing in some of the driest places on Earth? Well, it involves Earth slowly changing landmass and receding seas in the millions of years since the Meg rained. As land bridges formed on the surface, oceans began to recede from the continents and inland bodies of water started to evaporate. Locations that were once thriving seas slowly turned into deserts, forcing most survivors out and killing those who became stuck. But in our modern coastal regions, on very rare occasions, we find more than just teeth. Fossilized megalodon cartilage is occasionally discovered, allowing us to build a more accurate picture of the great oceanic beast. The most complete find was in 1860s Belgium, where 150 vertebrae were unearthed, helping us to paint a more accurate picture of the giant shark. But an even rarer fossil find is megalodon poop. In South Carolina, several coprolites, or petrified poop, have been found among several meg teeth. They averaged around five and a half inches long, which compared to the meg's 70-foot body, must have been like rabbit droppings. At least constipation wouldn't have been an issue. Unfortunately, constipation wasn't even on the cards when the megalodon's reign ended. When the Pliocene Epoch began 5.3 million years ago, the globe experienced cooling. This led to widespread reduction in the abundance of marine plants and sea life. In turn, the megalodon's food ran into short supply, inevitably spelling disaster for a shark with such an appetite. By around 2.6 million years ago, the megs were all gone. We still have a great deal to learn about our oceans, but despite what facepalm-worthy documentaries would have you believe, there's absolutely no evidence that the megalodon still exists. If it did, we would likely have found newer specimens of the teeth it shed so frequently. But seeing as we haven't, we can only conclude, at least for now, that it's long gone. Unable to sustain itself as a species, it died out only to re-emerge in movies and Shark Week specials. And more pressingly, from the big wave to your right, you poor unlucky time traveler. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.